Hello and welcome to the More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast. I'm your host, Lenaria Gaia, and here we talk all things body image, self-esteem, your thinking in your mind, how do you connect true to you in every part of who you are. I want you to know that all of you is welcome, so sit back and relax and listen to today's episode. Sending you love. Hello and welcome to episode 137 of the More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast. Today we're going to be talking about self-trust. It's a really, really big one, this self-trust button, because I know that over my years of working in this industry, I'm a confidence coach, body image specialist, speaker and author, and I am here on a mission on this world to revolutionize the way women and girls all over the world see themselves in their bodies so they can stop hiding, stop the insecurities and the self-doubt, and they can finally release what's in their heart, their unique talents and gifts out into the world. How good would it be if you could finally learn to trust yourself? How good would it be if you could finally let go of the self-doubt and the limitations? If you could actually master your mind and what's going on up here between your ears so that you can set yourself free? That's the mission that I'm on, and I'm so thrilled to have you here on this podcast episode. Whether or not you've listened to all 136 episodes of my podcast with interviews from other people, I used to run a a series called Katie on the Couch, as well as Luna on the Lounge. There is a series of podcasts that I have been doing for many, many years. Whether or not you've been listening and watching the whole time or whether you have just joined me, it is an absolute pleasure to have you here on the podcast to talk all things confidence, body image, self-love. How do we build that relationship with ourselves? How do we revolutionize the way that we see ourselves, the relationship that we have with ourselves? Because that's what it comes down to, my sisters, my brothers, my misters, my others. We are in a long-term relationship with ourselves. Whether you like it or not, whether or not it's a good one is irrelevant. You are in one and you are with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the rest of your damn life. You are with you always. As the saying goes, wherever you go, there you are. You can't escape yourself. And trust me, I tried. I'm sure that you have tried as well. By lots of different things. I tried with drugs. I tried with alcohol. I tried with promiscuity, pleasing, performing, perfecting. I tried with smoking. I tried, you know, in later years with shopping or scrolling. I tried a lot to get away from myself. And I believe that we live in a world that really promotes getting away from ourselves. By distracting ourselves outside, We go outside, we see what's happening on social media, we watch other people's lives, we spend more time and energy looking outside of ourselves than we do inside of ourselves, and we wonder why we're miserable. We would be less miserable, and in fact, we would be way happier if we spent more time with ourselves, if we learned how to build this relationship internally. If we stop chasing enoughness outside of us, what actually ends up happening is that we find the happiness that we've always wanted, chasing those things externally. We actually get the happiness that we want. How wonderful is that to think that we've spent all this time and energy, maybe years, maybe like me, it was decades, chasing outside of myself for something that was always within me. 
I do have people in my courses sometimes and and sometimes they are they are people in their 50s or 60s and they think they think to themselves and they say out loud to me oh I've wasted so much time I've wasted so much time hating myself I could have been doing this the whole time and I say to them yeah but you get to do it now no matter where you are in your journey of self-love, no matter how long you have been beating yourself up for, no matter how long your relationship with yourself has been crappy, you have now, you have today. Today is a beautiful opportunity for you to be able to really set the tone for the next however long of your life that you predictably have left. I'm coming up 40. And so statistically, what have I got? Well, I reckon they say the average female age, like death is like 82. So statistically, I've got about 42 and a half years, right? Which is only about the same amount that I've lived. Now, people, and maybe you're experiencing this now, they freak out about that. Oh my God, I've only got 40 years to live. Whereas I think to myself, man, I got 40 years to live. How am I going to live it? How am I going to do it differently? Maybe you're 60 and you've got 22 years to live, predictably, statistically, because you don't know. It could be today. (laughs) Just FYI, just to make you feel good. Maybe you've got 10 years. Maybe it's five years. Maybe it's one minute. Who knows? But why wouldn't you spend whatever time you have left on this planet building a relationship with you? Because you are with you no matter what. Wherever you go, there you are. Why not make that relationship outstanding? And every good relationship is built on trust. If you do not trust your partner, it's a pretty crappy relationship. If you don't trust your boss, your friend, your parents, it's a pretty crappy relationship. You will constantly feel insecure. You will constantly be doubting their motives. And you will constantly not be sure as to whether or not your feet are in the right place. So you can imagine what that's like if you don't trust you, if you don't back yourself, if you don't know yourself, if you don't trust yourself, life becomes pretty uncertain, pretty unstable, pretty insecure. So trust is one of these foundation things when it comes to self-love for those reasons. And when you develop trust within yourself, which is going to, what I'm going to show you on today's podcast, that when you develop trust within yourself, beautiful things happen because it awakens everything within you. Now you feel secure. Now you know that you back yourself. Now you have a a relationship with yourself that is trusting. And now you can go on and do way more things in your life as a result of that. Who wants some of that? I'm sure you do. Let's get stuck into it. You, you know, I was having a conversation with one of my clients the other day. She's a teenager. She's only 15. So I work with women and girls really from ages 12 up. So if you're a mum listening to this and you're thinking, hey, man, my daughter could really go with some more confidence, but I don't really know what to do around that, then certainly get in touch with me. Love yourself at moreconfidence.com.au. Maybe even for yourself, I work with women and girls of all ages to be able to help you to feel more confident in your skin. Not only now, not only what your body experiences, I'm not just here to give you a fish and make you feel better. I'm here to teach you how to fish, but you won't go hungry in the process. You'll borrow my courage. You'll borrow my confidence. You will borrow my self-belief until you feel like you can believe in yourself enough, which is what I teach you how to do. 
And I remember talking to this 15-year-old and a client of mine, and we were talking about trust, talking about how she doesn't trust herself and how every single time that she sets all these goals, she has all these goals and targets, and she gets told that she has to, you know, follow through and push herself. And she has all these lists on her wall of all the things that she has to do. She's 15. And, you know, she has a thing of like, okay, I failed if I don't wake up at five o'clock in the morning. So there's all these rules that she needs to follow. And if she doesn't, she's failed. And that makes her a failure and her self-esteem drops every single time that she does that. Can you relate? (laughs) We have all these impossible standards that we're trying to meet that we don't tend to meet them and then we're disappointed with ourselves. Even, you know, this task that I've given her, which is what I'm going to give to you today, she, she said to me, I can't do it today. I can't do it today. And I said, well, why not? And she said, because I've already ruined the day. And I said, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. What's been ruined? She said, well, I didn't get out of bed at five o'clock. And I was like, okay, but are you awake now? She says, yes. I'm like, okay, what are you doing for the next 10 minutes? She says, nothing. I said, so you could do it then? She says, yeah, but I said, well, but what? She said, but the day's already ruined. So that's a belief. You know, people have this diet mentality. The diet mentality that if you've eaten a piece of cake when you're meant to be, quote, on a diet, then now the diet's ruined, so you may as well eat the whole cake, right? But in any given moment is a new start. So eat a piece of cake, then eat your vegetables. Eat the vegetables, then the piece of cake. Eat the whole cake, then eat the vegetables. It's okay. You can have both. You can do the things. It does, just because you didn't get up at five o'clock in the morning doesn't mean the day's ruined. And if you see it as ruined, it's going to be. And so when it comes to really trusting ourselves, we have to make promises that we can keep. Know this. The trust is built when we consistently show up to the things that we say we're going to do. If you are consistently disappointing yourself and letting yourself down, Oh, I promised that I wouldn't eat any cake or refined sugar for three months. And today I did. Well, now I've disappointed myself. Because what you've done is set a standard that is too high. I know this is going to sound whack. From a personal development, someone, you know, like a motivational speaker, here I am saying your standards are too high. And I'm not saying that your standards are too high. I'm saying your expectations are too high. And you're setting promises that you cannot keep on your hardest day. Because here's the distinction. You need to make promises to yourself that you can keep on your hardest day. On the worst day. On the day where you couldn't be bothered. On the day when it's just not okay. On the day when everything's gone to shit. On those days. If your promises are manageable enough and you can keep them on your hardest of days then you will build trust forevermore. And I'll give you the example that I gave to this beautiful 15-year-old. I was always one to set big, hairy goals. Like, I must do the thing for an hour a day. Have you ever done this? You set a New Year's resolution, perhaps, and you think to yourself or you set the goals and you say, I'm going to exercise every day, like five days a week for an hour, even if you haven't necessarily exercised much in the lead up to that. Or I'm going to go on the diet and I'm going to stick to it for 12 weeks and nothing's going to deter me from that. 
and you set this goal and maybe maybe you do okay maybe you can i know for me that i very rarely was able to stick to it because the the bar was so freaking high i set the bar so high and even if i got close to it or even if i hit it i was exhausted by the time i got there right i set these unrealistic expectations And really, when I set these unrealistic expectations, all that led me to was not having any standards at all. Because if I couldn't do an hour, I didn't do any. Can you relate to this? Oh, well, I can't. I don't have time for an hour today, so there goes my workout. Now I can blame the kids. Now I can blame my husband. Now I can blame work. Now I can blame the weather. Well, it's the only time I could go and it's raining, right? Now I can make an excuse, but I don't have to do that. And then I break my promises to myself. My self-esteem lowers and the trust in myself goes down too. And this is how I rolled for most of my life, right? I would set these impossible expectations on myself. I wouldn't meet them. I would beat myself up. When I didn't meet them, I would lose trust in myself and the cycle would continue. I'd get my motivation and go, come on. And I would beat myself into submission of, you have to do this. Maybe I'll keep it up for a week or 10 or even 12, right? But 12 weeks, I don't know about you, but I'm 40, just about. 12 weeks is a pretty short period of time, right? In order to build long-lasting trust, it needs to be over a lifetime. It needs to be a forever job or a long period of time. Because what happens in the 12 weeks once the diet's over? I just go back to my old ways. So it's not consistent. It's not sustainable. If you can sustain it, you can obtain it. You only obtain it if you maintain it. Yeah? If you can sustain it, you obtain it. If you obtain it, you maintain it. It's the way to do it, right? you got to maintain it. That's the point here. So you need to set it. And this is what I discovered at the beginning of 2019. I had owned a piano for, look, I want to say the better part of five or six years, probably even longer. And I had always said, I want to play piano. I want to play piano. I want to play piano. And the piano kind of sat around gathering dust for many, many years. I'm sure many of you can relate to this. It's an instrument or it's a knitting needle or it's a a class that you've got, you know, that you had vouchers to that expired. You put it off into the back burner, right? Never to be seen again. So this piano was always something that I wanted to be able to do. But I had these ridiculous expectations. I'm going to sit down for an hour a day, right? Something occurred to me in 2019, doing a lot of personal development work and understanding my own psyche and understanding the way that behaviors and habits are formed and how I develop my own self-trust is by doing small things consistently. Because it's not the big things in our lives. If you brush your teeth for two and a half minutes a day, morning and night, it's five minutes a day, right? It's 35 minutes a week. If you go, okay, cool, I'm just going to brush my teeth for 35 minutes on a Sunday and my teeth brushing is done for the week. It doesn't work that way, does it? No. What works is by you consistently showing up to brushing your teeth, morning and night, morning and night, every day, morning and night. And so I looked at these kind of success measures around looking at the other things that I did in my life, like brush my teeth, like have a shower, And I thought, how am I doing those things? And I thought, well, for the most part, they're really achievable. Super achievable, right? I can do them with my eyes closed. 
I don't even have to think about it. I can shower and brush my teeth at the same time. They are easy and there are not, there are very little obstacles in my way to completion. So I had this kind of light bulb moment and I thought, well, what would happen if I applied this to my piano? I want to learn how to play the piano. I think that I need to do an hour a day. And yeah, sure, if I could make myself do an hour a day, then I would be a pretty darn good piano player in a, pre in a pretty short period of time. A few months, a year, right? An hour a day would, would get me a really long way, except it was too much. We have busy lives. I've got a whole bunch of stuff going on. I'm sure that you do too. We're often multitasking. You're probably watching or listening to this podcast as you're driving, as you're going for a walk. There is an energy of you doing something else while you're listening to this because that makes life easier rather than reading my book, which is also available on Audible, by the way. Rather than reading my book and sitting down and reading it, you are multitasking, which is great. It's, it's how I listen to my books and, and podcasts as well. But I thought to myself, I've got a whole bunch of stuff going on. An hour a day seems insurmountable to me. On my good days, it seems fine. Yeah, on a weekend, I've got an hour to do, right? But on my busy days, I want to train. I want to, you know, I'm working all day. I'm running a business. I've got a partner. I've got friends and family. Got all of those things. On my hardest day, an hour is going to be too much and I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to disappoint myself by not doing it. And I said to myself, and I want to encourage you to do the same thing here, the same thing I've said to pretty well every one of my clients, and the same thing I said to this darling 15-year-old, 10 minutes a day. I asked her to pick something. I said, what's something that you could do for 10 minutes a day? What's, you know, what's something, well, actually, I, I took a step back there. I said, what's a goal that you have, but you never seem to be able to achieve it? She says, I want to do yoga every day. I was like, okay, cool. So we're going to set a minimum for 10 minutes. She goes, 10 minutes? Can't do anything in 10 minutes. I said, yeah, you think that. And I told her the story about me playing the piano. Now, in the beginning of 2019, I started playing the piano for 10 minutes a day. Just recently, in the last couple of months, I sat down with a group of my friends and they threw practically any pop song at me and I could play it on the piano. Just basic chords but I could play it on the piano and sing. And I did so for hours, something that four years ago, five years ago, I would never be able to do. How did I do it? 10 minutes a day. Now, admittedly, I sometimes will often do more than 10 minutes a day because once I'm there, I want to go longer. I want to do half an hour. I want to do 45 minutes. I very rarely do an hour of piano in a day, but every day my minimum requirement is to show up to myself for 10 minutes. And because I do that no matter what, there's a little caveat there. If I am absolutely exhausted, if I am so sick that I can't get off the couch, I won't play the piano. But if I'm well enough to scroll for 10 minutes, if I'm well enough to dick around doing something else and distract myself, even reading for 10 minutes, I'm well enough to play the piano for 10 minutes. And so I literally set a timer. Every time I play the piano, I set a timer. And some days when that timer goes off, I'm like, yep, sweet, out. And other days I'm like, no, I want to keep playing. These days my time is usually set for about half an hour. But in the beginning, it's 10 minutes. And still to this day, my minimum requirement is 10 minutes. Even on the weekend, I was tired. I wasn't feeling particularly motivated. I sat down and I did my 10 minutes of piano practice. 
And as a result of that, I'm a decent piano player after a few years, right? Because what I know here is that if I would have set myself a target of doing an hour a day, I wouldn't have been able to sustain it. But I can sustain 10 minutes. And because I've been able to sustain 10 minutes, I've been playing piano every day practically for the last four and a half years. I wouldn't be able to say that's true if it's an hour a day. Because discipline builds trust. Showing up consistency, consistently for yourself builds trust. Making mistakes and allowing yourself to make mistakes and owning those mistakes builds trust. Right? Trust builds trust. The more that you trust, the more that you trust. So when I'm consistently showing up to myself every day and keeping my promises, my achievable promises on the hardest days, I'm building trust within myself. I'm showing myself that I will show up for me time and time and time and time again over a long period of time. So I know when I make a promise to myself that I'm going to go play piano for 10 minutes, even when I don't want to, even when I don't feel like it, my body and my being says she will keep her word. Start small, my friends. Build trust on the little things. I wonder what it might be for you that you could just start doing for 10 minutes a day. Maybe it's less than that. That's okay too. Maybe you meditate for one minute a day. Maybe you have one minute of stillness in your life every day. And you go, oh, well, that's not very much. It's only going to be seven minutes a week. Yes, but you doing seven minutes a week consistently is far better than you not doing 10 minutes a day, <laughs> half an hour a day, whatever your expectations are of yourself. Because that seven minutes will turn into 14. And that's not necessarily the expectation. I know for myself, I'm still not at an hour a day because I've got other shit going on. I've got, I've got, you know, I'm also learning Spanish and I sit down and do that every day. I like to train and work out. I'm running a business. I'm recording podcast episodes. We've got other shit to do. It's okay. Showing up to myself every single day, showing up to yourself every single day will build trust because you're able to keep your promises to yourself. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, please share it with someone. Please share this valuable information on how they can build trust within their own relationship. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That is how these words get spread. If you want to have more of this content and I want to be able to share more of this content, then please leave a review. I would absolutely love that. It just shares the word everywhere because the algorithm goes, oh, people like this. We will make it available and show it to more people. Of course, if you are curious about one-on-one -on -one coaching or any of my group coaching programs, feel welcome to head to my website, www.moreconfidence.com.au. Or let's hang out on the socials. So much great content there. I post every day on Facebook, LinkedIn, where am I? TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all the places and doing the reels, doing all those short goodness on YouTube as well. So thank you very much for being here. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, download, do all the buttons, press all the things. And in the meantime, my friends, happy self-loving. Thank you so much for listening to the More Confidence with Luna Guy podcast. I hope you feel more confident, more self-assured and ready to go tackle the world's problems and maybe kick ass in some of your dreams. 
If you haven't already, I would love for you to like and subscribe, follow, and maybe leave a review so that other people know how to find this awesome podcast too. If you're wanting to sink your teeth into something even more juicy, my number one best-selling book, Perfectly Imperfect, Your Complete Guide to Loving Yourself and Loving Your Body, is now available on all good bookstore sites, both in print, digital, and I narrated it for Audible as well. If you think that coaching or maybe one of my courses is for you, why not head to www.moreconfidence.com.au and get in touch and see if we can talk. And of course, you can find me all across the social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, which is where you're probably listening now. Or maybe even here on the podcast platform. Sending you big love and wishing you a beautiful day.